If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. If you want legendary service, if you want sweeter discounts, trap under Linwick and Shirak. See what it's all about. Get a quote and save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, you tuned in. New episode, Music is Love Language. I'm your host, Clint Coley. No more AKA stuff. We just getting right into the podcast. Before we get into the podcast, real quick, Chicago, December 8th. Tickets are on sale now. If you use promo code CLINT, you'll get $10 off and the tickets are $10. So Chicago, I'm at Zany's December 8th. That's a Thursday. $10 tickets. Come on through. Get your tickets. Let's make it happen. Last but not least, also, Philly, Philadelphia. Remember when y'all told me, yo, Clint, you should do wristbands only in your own city? Well, guess what's happening? We doing that. Tuesday, December 20th, right after my show at Helium Comedy Club, we going to be at the Blonde Barber. It's free to get in. It's free to get in. All you got to do is pull up. All you got to do is pull up. No cover charge, no sections, no bottles, Philly. Come through. Good time. I'm DJing, and my boy James Johnson Jr. is DJing. James Johnson is DJing. Okay. So that's going to be a good event, man. So come on through. And also, the reason why we having that, don't forget, y'all. We're having a show at Helium December 20th. And those tickets are $10. I'm, I'm the GOAT when it comes to having a good night. It's the given season. Come on, man. All right, let's make it happen. All right. If y'all watching the podcast, uh, you see who's here. When Steph is here, when Steph is here, that means there's serious business that needs to be discussed. When Steph is here, we got a list... <laughs> That needs to be talked about. Steph. Clint. How you doing? Uh, as I used to say back in the day, I'm back like I left something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back like I left something. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, we uh, we talked a little bit briefly about what this uh, podcast episode is going to be about. It should be a fun one, but it's going to be no. very difficult, and I assume we're going to get some heat for it. For sure. Before yeah. y'all listen to this episode, I'm letting you know right now, a lot of y'all not going to like this or y'all not going to agree with it. But this is a conversation that needs to be had. And we're going to talk about it. Let's do it. A couple weeks ago on this podcast, Steph, we did the story of 90s R&B. Mm -hmm. And we talked about albums. Yep. And my boy Nick Harris came on and we started to realize, like, God damn, 90s got a lot of hits. They don't got a lot of classic albums per se. Right. But now, we turned the page to 90s hip hop. Oh, boy. That's a different conversation. It's a way different conversation. I'm looking at this list of albums that I have, and I can arguably say the 90s has the best era of hip-hop albums we have to date. This is when hip-hop, you know, a lot of people like to say around 1988 was the golden era. Between 88 and 93, it was the golden age. I'm going to tell y'all, the 90s for hip-hop forever changed how we look at the genre. Absolutely. So... We are going to name the best hip-hop albums of the 90s. We're going to put them in tiers. Tier 1, 
tier two, tier three. If you don't agree, that's fine. Don't forget, when we have this conversation, ladies and gentlemen, we usually have a good reason on why we're, we say what we say. Right. So don't, don't just disagree. Talk to us. Yeah, that's what the comments are for. Talk to us. All right. So, Steph, where would you like to start? Would you like to start with tier one or tier three? We always start at the top. I mean, I'm not mad at that. We if it's not with, broke, don't fix it. Yeah, we can start at the top. Okay. And, and realistically, like, let's get the classics out of the L- way. Let's get it out the way. Let's get it out the way. Let's These get it are out the ones way. that, like, I think most, if not all of us, can agree upon. Okay, so in the 90s, we got tier one hip-hop albums. Okay. All right, here's what I got on the list. You tell me if it's tier one. Now, I don't mind. Like, we don't. Here's the thing. There doesn't have to be a certain number. Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're cool, not cool. going to limit this list to number because I'm looking at this album. It's really hard to just limit it to 10 in tier one, 10 in tier two, 10 in tier three. And I'm going to assume that, I mean, there's going to be quote unquote classics. Yeah. In arguably, possibly all of the tiers. Yes. Like, there will be just too many. Yes. There's a lot of albums. Okay. So tier one, bona fide tier one. We know no argument. Here's what we got. Let's start here. Uh, and we're going to write it on the wall, can you, if, you, if you don't mind talking talking to me. Um, Got you. So, hold on. Tier one. Boom. All right. All right. Illmatic. Doesn't need, nothing more to say. Nothing. We don't need to discuss that. That's tier one. That's tier one. Okay. The Chronic. It's tier one. Tier one. Don't need to discuss that either. Don't need to discuss it. Um... Enter the Woo, 36 Chambers. It's a classic. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. I agree. Okay. Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted. I'd say it's tier one. I'd say it's tier one also. Rapping-wise, it's tier one. Yes. I'm, this is, that's prime Ice Cube. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, you know what, let, let me, let, let's talk about Ice Cube real quick. I know a lot of people my age, we're 35, 33, they know that. They know the the Ice Cube. You can do it. Put your back into it. Yeah, no. They don't re- a lot because you got to remember this album, America's Most Wanted, came out in 1990. I was three and we were three in 19. We wouldn't have heard this. We wouldn't. We weren't allowed to listen to this. Not in real time. You know. But when you when I went back and did my homework and I was talking to older gentlemen, like that's why I got cousins like Dendin, Pumpkin, Bam, Joey. You know what I'm saying? My cousins put me on this kind, these kind of albums. Right. So, oh, and shout out to my Uncle Don, too. He's not my real uncle. He knows who he is. We all got one. Uncle, yeah, Uncle Dante, that is a hip-hop genius right there. I gotta, when I get to Philly, I got to talk hip-hop with him. But, um, okay. Um, America's Most Wanted. Ice Cube. I can honestly say, in 1990, Ice Cube was the best rapper out. Yeah, I, I you, 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 again, in I, 1990, I wasn't I wasn't listening to hip hop at the age of three. No, neither but was I. Having gone back, having been a student of the of the yeah. genre and of yeah. music, yeah, it's safe to say he was the best rapper in. 19, he was the at, best at rapper time. in 1990. Okay, and he, and that, it's a solid body of work. It's a solid body. If of you work. can put yourself in the in the headspace and the mind frame mm-hmm. of 1990 hip hop, yes, check it out. Check it out. Very good album. I'm sorry, it's a classic album. Correct. It is a classic album. Yes. It is a classic album. What else? Ready to Die. Notorious yeah. B.I.G. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to discuss. No. All Eyes on Me, Tupac. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. You know me. I'm not a Tupac fan. But you respect. But the, I respect yeah. I respect him. Yes. Not even just respect him. 
I'm, I'm more than respect Tupac. I think Tupac is one of the greatest rappers ever. For sure. I do believe Tupac has two classic albums. Everything else is a different conversation. We're talking about... But I also will whoop Tupac ass, like I said on the... <laughs> America, Los Angeles. I do not subscribe to those notions, even with this New York Knicks jersey on. Clint Coley's, uh, Clint Coley's beliefs are his own. No, let's, let's keep going. Midnight Marauders. It's one of my favorite albums, if not... Yeah, if you know, for a long time, I would have told you that was my favorite hip-hop album of all time. Midnight Marauders and, is one of the best hip-hop albums, period. It's kind of perfect. Yeah, Midnight Marauders, there's no, we don't need to, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. No. If you are a fan of hip-hop, if you know the genre, you know where Midnight Marauders sits in the hierarchy of hip-hop albums. If you don't know, or if you don't, or if you don't agree, check it out. You're stupid. Look, I can. If under- you don't know, if when I say you don't know, when I say is if you're if you were, listen, if you, I, I, I get the conversation between low end theory and midnight. Marauders. That's a great conversation. It's a great conversation. Personally, I'm a midnight marauder. I like low end theory better. I no no no, I like it better. But I think midnight marauders is better. For sure. That that yeah, that's, 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 that's that's the conversation for me. Yeah. I like the low end. Th- oh, the low end theory has some of my favorite songs, but Midnight Marauders as an album, it's perfect. It's a perfect album. Yeah. If you want to learn how to make a hip hop album, you call Q Tip and you say, "What the fuck were you doing on Midnight Marauders? What were you doing? Let me know." Yeah, I need to have that. We need to have that conversation. So yes, Midnight Marauders. The score by the Fugees. It's a classic. It's a classic it's album. Tier one album. Now, can I be honest though? Please. There's, a, there's some skips on that, John, dog. Yeah, <laughs> there are. I mean, but we've had this conversation yeah, before but, about yeah. classic albums. Yeah. It can still be a classic. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Even if there are some skips. I agree. Right? I agree. I agree. Doggy style. It's a classic. Life After Death. It's another one. Machiavelli. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love Machiavelli. Neither a do I. Album. Neither do I. So. You just wanted some Tupac controversy, didn't uh, you? Of course I did. <laughs> he um, wants to smoke, America. I know people probably, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to talk louder so they can hear me. So on the list, because we got to write it down, we got Illmatic. Cause we gonna write it on the board now. We got the board now. We got the board now. We got Illmatic. 
we got we got chronic. All right, I'm gonna add some more. So there's two more albums that I got on this list, or one more. Reasonable doubt. You're grinning, so there's a there's, <laughs> there's a caveat to this. <laughs> well, to me, I'm going to put Reasonable Doubt as a, in a tier one hip hop, tier one '90s hip hop album. It's tier one, yeah. But I'm going to put an asterisk by it, or I'm going to lobby for an asterisk. Let's just go back to 1996. Did we care this. about this album when it dropped? Yes or no? No, we you, didn't. You can sit here and listen. We didn't listen. I'm a Jay Z fan, Steph. But we people weren't checking for Hove in '96 like that. Arguably until '98. Exactly. So my thing is, at the time of its release, and even in the '90s, we skipped past it. Yeah. We didn't go back to Reasonable Doubt until about 2001, 2002, when we was listening to the Blueprint, and he was making a. So and he told us it's a classic. Go back and check it out. Right. Jay Z told us go back and listen, listen to Reasonable Doubt, and then come back to me. Now you were right, my guy. He was right. I you was going right. to ask: Is it because he was so strong in two thousand one that we actually went back and listened, and it can be deemed a classic, or is it really just that good? I think it's really that good, but it's interesting the circumstances that made us actually go back and check it out again. I was nine years old in nineteen ninety six, so. I wasn't buying my own music at the time, you know, probably not until another year or two later. Uh, I wouldn't have heard this album in 96, just plain and simple. So I, yeah. I did my due diligence in early 2000s, went back and checked it out. I still think it's a classic. I listen so to it to this day. I want to ask anybody who was older, old enough to really digest hip hop. 40-year-olds, where you at? Yeah. People who are old enough to digest hip hop or if you, albums, or if you were outside at ten, year, <laughs> at ten years old, we weren't outside. I was, I, you and I weren't. But I was. Well, I was. So here's the thing: I was outside in '96. But but what is what is outside? Because me, I was outside playing. I was playing. I, I was had, outside playing football with my friends. If you were if you were an early bloomer and you were too mature for your age, were you listening to this album? I'm in trying to think. Me and my friends weren't when we were. And if I'm going back to '96, my friends. We weren't discussing music uh, at school. Like, we weren't, like, I remember, I remember, I do remember in fourth grade, I was going to school singing If I Ruled the World. Like, literally just singing it. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember knowing it was Nas. I don't remember knowing it was on It Was Written. I don't remember knowing, like, going to my friends and saying, yo, y'all hear that new Jake? Yeah, I, I, like, I wouldn't we become... That wasn't the... Music didn't become the topic of conversation until... Until maybe sixth or seventh grade, yeah. because now you're in the era of music videos. Now we were in the era of like, don't forget when you're like 11, 12, at least the average 11, 12 year old when I was when in 99, 2098, bro, we were we were watching music videos all day. Yeah, we were. We were coming home and watching, uh, you know, and this is right before 106 and Park. This is Rap City TRL era. Yeah. Uh, and even even and he, uh, or MTV jams. The I should box. Say. The box. Yeah. It was the box. Yeah, I mean, I remember fifth grade Steph, you know, hearing like, you know, Usher every day after school yeah. kind of thing, right? But yeah, yeah. I, I didn't become a music head until I started buying my own. What was the first? Real, real, real quick. First three albums that you bought with your own money. First three albums. I how bought, old were you? First three albums I bought with my own money. I was, I was, I was thirteen. Okay. And the first three albums I bought my own money 
was Jay-Z the Blueprint, Ghetto Fabulous, and Jermaine Dupri Instructions. <laughs> okay. Jermaine Dupree Instructions. These, so these were on CD, I assume. They were all CDs. 13, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, when I say my own money, yeah. this was meaning like, you this wasn't it. like, I didn't ask my parents. No, you earned it. Yeah, this was my money yeah. with my, with, with I was, you know, yeah, I, I forget what I did to get the money, but I do remember having like 50, I had a, I had a hundred dollars mm -hmm. and I remember getting, like, I remember specifically saying, I'm going to get the blueprint and, and I'm going to get Ghetto Fabulous the day it comes out. Like, I remember that. Me and my friend, as a matter of fact, you know, Kiev Rucker. I mean, I'm, yeah, he go by Inferno now. Yeah, whatever. But, no, no, I mean, he does, you know. Yeah, he, I get it. Yeah, I'm not calling you Inferno, my nigga. Like, you don't call me Clinton. I'm Clinton to him. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but we, we, yeah, I remember distinctly, like, we were, we, Kiev and I, as well as other friends that we had around that time, we were, like, we was on the blueprint. Right. Talked Same. about it. Yeah. Nonstop, like. And no, I was 14. I apologize. I was 14 when the blue, because that was ninth grade. So right. I was 14. Okay. But yes, what about you? Uh, I was in sixth grade. Um, we had a class trip to Washington, D.C. So we were on a bus from, I'm from Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, we drove down from Connecticut to D.C. on a class trip. I went to Sam Goody the night before. Mm. And I bought on cassette, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. You bought it on cassette? I bought it on cassette. I didn't have a a, a, a CD, a CD everybody, I didn't have a disc, I didn't have a discman. You didn't have time. a discman. <laughs> no. So I bought it on cassette. I bought that. You're gonna roll your eyes at this, but we'll talk about it. Slim Shady LP. I'm not. I understand why. And I bought. Um, Those are for the people who think he's white. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought uh, whatever that Black Street album was. Another level. Another level. Yes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. That's not bad. No, it wasn't bad. That's not bad. You were an R and B dude though. Uh, if you get in Black Street and Lauren Hill, and not to say that Lauren Hill was border, but she no, was but but in in yeah fifth sixth <laughs> grade, I was definitely listening to a lot of R and B, and then by latter part of sixth grade, my dad had high speed internet CD burners. So oh I yeah, was yeah, yeah. Napster comes around. I'm bootlegging. Let, let's go back to real quick. Let's go back. I know we're on a tangent. I apologize. No, no, for one second though. Remember back in the day, having a discman was oh, a privilege. It was. Everybody like nigga. I had a Walkman or I had a I had a cassette. You might have them. had a CD, but it's only because you had one of them big ass boomboxes at the crib. Yep, yep. Or maybe your car, whoever's yep. your one of your parents had a CD player in the car. Yes, but by and large, everything had to be on cassette. Yeah, nineteen around ninety eight, ninety nine. Everybody didn't have a Disman going to school. No, if you had a Disman, that was expensive. It was like I remember. I remember my Walkman getting confiscated at school. Oh wow. I never forget that. Like, do teachers still confiscate items? Like, I never forget my teacher. Well, they'd is, only be able to confiscate cell phones, and I don't think they can really do that. Yeah, my teacher in like seventh grade confiscated my Walkman, and what made it worse was it wasn't mine; it was my dad's. So I had to go home and tell him, "Yo, man, you ain't getting your Walkman back unless you go up to the school, or you ain't getting it back to the end of the year." Yeah. Like, I got my ass whooped. Yeah, I think my <laughs> I think my first Walkman and my first Discman were all hand me downs from my dad. Yeah, like, dog. Yeah, you everybody have a CD player, dog, no, no, and no, you no. didn't have money. You were a child. So I, real quick, I started a candy business when I was 10. Oh, so you had money. So I had, I had a little bit of money. I but. shoveled. I only had money. Oh, like no. Shoveling driveways, yeah. breaking leaves, yeah. uh, cutting grass, like I all only that, had yeah. money around East this time. When it was snow, like, oh, yeah, we I don't outside. know about y'all. I don't know about this generation now, 
But when I was growing up, when the snow came, oh, we were outside. With we the was making money, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Mo, Malik, we was outside. We was shoveling. I mean, I'm talking going block the block, the block, the block. Yep. Anybody, yo, you need shoveling? Yep. Yo, you need shoveling? Yo, you need shoveling? Yes. So you young niggas out here this winter, I want to see y'all shoveling. I want to see some shoveling. I'm tired of seeing y'all playing in the snow. Also, like... Life ain't what, fucking fun, dog. Also, outside of that, <laughs> y'all really letting these older people in y'all communities shovel their own snow? Y'all letting y'all... Yeah, y'all making y'all yeah. moms and grandmas shovel y'all shovel snow? Come yeah, on, yeah, we didn't... Yeah, yeah. All right, my bad. We went on a tangent. My, that's my fault. No, no, it's okay. We're back. We got time. Okay. So, um, we're gonna. I'm going to try to write... If, if you could go down this list for me. Of course. And I'm going to write it down as we're talking or, you know, make sure we got them. Yeah, so we got uh, Enter the Woo. Wu Tang Clan, thirty six chambers. We got America's Most Wanted, with three Ks, mind you. Yes, which is a bit okay. At the time, yes, which is controversial. Talk to me. Ready to die. All right. You have Machiavelli on here. I don't agree with that. Okay, we could. We I'm cool. But but that. right, you could write it down. If, I'll write you know, it down. We can erase it. We can I'll erase it. You can put an asterisk next to it. Uh, I'm, and if I got an asterisk next to Machiavelli, I will take the asterisk off of. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Thank just you. Because it, it's a classic album. Yes. It, it, yeah, it's classic. Yeah. Uh, All Eyes on Me. Okay. Midnight Marauders. Okay. The score. Okay. Doggy Style. Uh huh. And Life After Death. Now that I think of it, as a kid, Doggy Style was probably one of the first hip hop albums that I heard yeah, same at, a here. Young, at a young age. Same here. Same here. Same here. Like be, having, like, you know, just being around older kids or. So yeah. we agree with all of those albums being tier one. I don't agree with Machiavelli. I mean, I'm saying, no, no, no. Oh, for sure. That was what I was getting ready to Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we agree with all these albums being on tier one. Machiavelli being our only one that we're like on the fence about. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Let's name another another 10 albums and you tell me which one of those should be in tier one. Okay. The Low in Theory, Hard Knock Life, Mob Deep's The Infamous, Tupac's Me Against the World, Ghostface Killers, Iron Man, Raekwon the Chef's Only Built for Cuban Links, uh, Things Fall Apart by by the Roots, by the Roots, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Mecca and the Soul Brother, Capital Punishment by Big Pun, It Was Written by Nas, Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music by uh, Outcast, Outcast, um, Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott, um, Hardcore by Little Kim. Um, Liquid Swords by the Jizza, The Chronic 2001, and last but not least, or two of the last but not least, but same guy, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, and Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. This is tough. Um, okay, I'll try and start from the top. Uh, so again, Midnight Marauders is my favorite tribe album. Yes. For a long time, it was my favorite hip-hop album. I understand why people would put low-end theory as a tier one album, I'm not. I'm never gonna dispute it. 
I don't think it's going to be a tier one. But album. I don't think it's going to be a tier one album. Yeah. It, sh- it, c- it can be, though. It could be. If y'all tell me Low and Theory is tier one, we're not mad at you. Um, I think also going down this list, um, Iron Man or Only Built for Cuban Links could... could You could make the argument. Here's what I'm going to make the argument with. Are both of those albums up there with this album? Are they both up there with Enter the Woo? They... Because we're talking those, you know what they're, those are? Wu-Tang Clan album was Moesha. Where are you going with this? It's a spinoff. Okay, for you sure. get the Parkers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah, let's yeah. not act like the Parkers was ass. I mean, I didn't watch it, but I But no, 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 Parkers was good. But, but, but like, let's think of like a lot, there's a lot of sitcoms who were, who were spinoffs. For sure. Good Times was a spinoff. Yes. Um, 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 the Jeffersons was a spinoff. Yes. Family Matters was a spinoff. Yes. Again, I'm not. That was a bad analogy. No, it's not. I'm. (laughs) I'm not going to dispute that either of those two shouldn't be on tier one. Mm. I'll just make the argument and agree with you that they're spinoffs. I think in their own right, yes, they're tier one albums. I think looking at this list, yeah, and because they're right, like enter like thirty six chambers set the precedent. Yes, so we'll keep. Yeah. yeah, we'll keep that okay. where it is. Um, okay. And then I think the other I said one, me against the world. I'd prefer that over Machiavelli. To same. Be uh, we talked about a little bit about this uh, before mm. before I got over here, but I'm going to put the Chronic 2001 on this. I don't want to, but I know I think I have to. I think you have to. Yeah, I don't want to. And the only reason why, here's why I don't want to. It's because Chronic 2001 came out November 16th. That's my dad's birthday. 1999. We can say its impact was really felt in the 2000s, but the more I think about it, back then a lead single came before the album. Still, DRE was the lead single. Yeah, man. And I, like you could not escape that record. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm put it on. I'm good. With Forgot that. about Dre. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm good with that. I, yeah, I'm I mean, it's it. I'm good with it's, it. There's some skips on there. I'm good with that. It's, it's a lot of skits. I'm good with some it. skits, but yeah, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm good. With um, and then the other one, which again, I'm not going to put in tier one, but I think on his own right, you could make the argument. Capital Punishment. Capital Punishment was really it's good. A really fucking good album. I just can't. I can't. I don't. It's not up there with these. It's not, like, look, bro. Let's let's talk it's about. Not, it's not a game changer, but it's a it's great. A, it's a album. great album, it's a, but but it's does, not a game changer. Did, did Capital Punishment move the genre forward? No, it didn't. Okay. Does Capital Punishment stand the test of time? For I me, it so. does. Yeah, for me, it does. But but let's be but let's be honest. But it's not. Uh, yeah. This generation doesn't know about Capital. Pun- I'm not they saying that they probably but, don't know who. But Big they Pun heard is. all of these albums. Correct. They only know. <laughs> Still not a player. That's all they know. Right. They don't know that the, they could beware. Like that's another. Anyway, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> y'all need to go back and listen to some Big Pun. So all all it looks like we really did was probably replace. Uh, I'm good with taking Machiavelli off. Yeah, cool. And we replaced it with Chronic 2001. Goodbye, Machiavelli. Okay. What about Hardcore Lil' Kim? I can make the argument. We, only reason why is because if we're talking women, right? Hardcore changed the way women rapped. Can make the argument that Super Duper Fly did as well. I'm good with both of those albums being tier one. I am too. I'm good with both of those. Okay. I'm good with Let's that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So you, you so 
Super duper fly. We're not we're not gonna compare like we're not gonna do that thing as guys where we're gonna be like you can only have one woman. No, no, no. They both they both can be on here. And don't forget, we also got the score on here. Yeah, and can we can we let's talk about hardcore for a second, please? I think it. I think we need to talk about. Let's it. talk about hardcore for a second. I make this joke all the time that Lil Kim really defines whore rap. <laughs> I say, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's what that's what was the only thing you could call it at the time. At the time, I'm not. I, we're not. I'm not going to put that name on it, but no. But it, listen, I don't give a shit what y'all say. In 1996, hardcore was was. So far left. Yeah, it was. It was so far left. Well, like, let's be real. Women until, could. Yeah. No, up until that point, women were not. Women were brolic, right? Yeah. Or they were. They were like. No, they were. They were for the cause. They were for the cause, or they were, they were brolic. Yeah. Right. We talking like Lady either of Rage. Lady of Rage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, or we talking Lauren Hill. Yeah. And not to take anything away from Lauren Hill, attractive yeah. woman, but yeah, Lil Kim said, yeah. Lil Kim makes Sprite bottles disappear in her mouth. You would not have Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B. You don't B. have any of them without Lil you Kim. You don't have Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. You yeah. don't have this. You, Trina, all of them. Trina, Eve, look, the, all of them. The fact, that, the fact that it's 2002, and we had this conversation earlier this year, women run hip-hop right now. 2022 and right now. Yeah. Let's be real. It is... Mostly, what you would call, what yeah. you have defined as horror. But I'm rap. gonna, I'm gonna give Lil Kim her flowers. Yes, she Lil needs to. Kim was brave enough. And y'all to, gonna stop roasting her on fucking Instagram with these damn pictures. Y'all definitely gonna stop roasting Show Lil some Kim. Respect. Show some respect, man. I'm gonna say this. The only like I'm gonna say this. Lil Kim does not get the flowers that she deserves for what she did at a time when it was when it was shameful. Yeah. They shamed her for that kind yeah, they of did. music. They, did. they now we 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 light it, we lick it up now. Well, but, let's be real. Pun I, intended. I don't think if you I think if you don't have someone as impactful as Big or Puff just co-signing co-signing this this doesn't have but I but I also have to I, I agree with Cause that because there, there were women that were not rocking with this album at the time. I agree, but what I but my my point with that is though for me if I'm telling the story of hip hop. And you're in the 90s. You cannot tell the story of hip-hop without, Lil, without Kim. Lil' Kim and without the album Hardcore specifically. Correct. The album Hardcore, in my opinion, is literally what you almost hear today from a lot of women. And you cannot deny that. And not to say that, listen, she had Big Puff, Cosign, it, whatever. But it still took bravery to do what she was doing. And don't forget, like you said, other women... Weren't fucking with that. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like men thought it was sexy and funny and blah, blah, blah. But women like, mom, like I know for a fact, my mom would say, turn that shit off. My little sister got her ass whooped for listening to Lil' Kemp. Yeah. So we got Lil' Kemp, but 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 yeah, we have to give her her flowers, man. Lil' Kim is definitely the reason why women, or part of the reason women are able to do what they can do today in hip hop and they're running hip hop. Hey. For sure. Shout out to Consent, guys. Shout out to consent. Because women are women. If women want to, women will only be objectified if they want to be. Shout out. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. 
At participating McDonald's. I took consent. Facts. That's facts. That's facts. All right. I like this tier one list. Yeah. I'm I'm good. I'm I mean, we I think we gotta throw in there it's dark and hell is hot, bro. I'm not gonna argue with it. I, think, I mean it, it didn't have the same impact for me, but yeah, I won't. I think we I gotta throw in it. it's dark and hell is hot, cool. bro. Cause let's go back to nineteen ninety eight. He was the best rapper at the time. There's yeah, who is the best rapper? It's, it ain't Jay Z. No, it's it's DMX. Okay. All right, I'm I'm good with that. So uh, it's dark and hell is hot. DMX. Yes. Gotta have DMX. Um, yeah, I'm not mad at adding it's dark as hell is hot. I'm good with that. All right. Cool. So just to recap, tier one, 90s hip hop albums. Here's what we have. We have Illmatic. We have The Chronic. We got Reasonable Doubt. We got Enter the Woo, 36 Chambers. We got America's Most Wanted, Ready to Die, All Eyes on Me, Hardcore, The Score, Doggy Style, Life After Death, Midnight Marauders, Chronic 2001, Super Duper Fly, and It's Dark as Hell is Hot and Hell is Hot by DMX. Where's the any objections? None. All right. Okay. That is our tier one. I'm good with that. I like it. I'm good with that. Let's get to tier two. Getting tier two. We're gonna race the board. This is where I feel like things will get interesting in the comments because I feel like we're gonna get people that'll be like, "What? This is tier one. This is tier one. Right. This is yeah. Tier two is always be real. These are hip hop heads that we're gonna be arguing with. Right. And here's the thing, y'all. Tier two, like when I say tier two, that doesn't mean like. First of all, being in tier three means you're still one of the best albums. Yes. Like, none of these albums, we're not talking shit about any of these albums. No. You know what I'm saying? So, here we go. Tier two. All right. Um, do me a favor. Read me on the list, and you tell me what you maybe agree with or don't agree with, and we'll figure out what we're going to put up there. All right. So, uh, I think we already mentioned Capital Punishment. Capital Punishment is definitely tier two. Low end theory. Actually, I might be cool with putting that in tier three, depending on what we got. But we got capital punishment. What else? Um, we said it was written. It was written. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Keep going. Southern Go playlist. Southern playlistic. Okay. Mecca and the Soul Brother. Okay. Things fall apart. Okay. Hard knock life. Okay. The infamous. They meant hard knock life. Volume two. Correct. Alright. Infamous. Me against the world. Me against the world. I guess we gotta put Machiavelli on potentially. Machiavelli, yes. What else? Iron Man. Iron Man. Only built for Cuban links. Built for Cuban links. Alright. Uh, Slim Shady LP. Slim Shady LP. And I guess everything else is potentially tier three, but I mean, there's a lot of these. Okay. All right. That's our, this is where we're starting at. Yes. This is our starting point. Do you agree with all these albums as tier two? Let's go down the list. Capital Punishment. I'm on the fence about Capital Punishment, but... Same. I'm also on the fence about it was written too. Same. I think it was written was good, but I don't think it was like impactful tier two good. You know what I mean? You no. know what I mean? It was 
It was a great follow-up album to Illmatic. For sure. Some people say it could be better than Illmatic. I don't, but... I don't, I don't, but, but, but it was a good album. Yeah. It was a good album. My thing is, Tier 2 shouldn't be good albums. No, it should still be great albums. So I'm good with taking it was written off. Cool. Let's go on to Tier 3. And again, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no limit to how many no. can be on this list. Um... Um, Southern Playlistic. Is that their best album in the nineties? Let's let's have this conversation. No. What is Outkast's best album in the nineties? So we're talking Southern Playlistic. We're talking AT Aliens, and we're talking Equimini. Out of those three, rank those three, two, and one. So, generally speaking, people would say that Equimini is their best album. Genuinely, yeah, a lot of people say that. AT Aliens is my personal favorite. AT Aliens, to me, might be the number one album between those three. That's my opinion. My personal opinion is AT Aliens. We like neck and neck, though, with Equemini. I love Equemini. I think Southern Playlistic is going to be there, is going to be third on the list. So, so then give me, so for me, is AT Aliens, Equemini. I mean, I think you could probably put. Or switch them. It doesn't matter. You could put both of them in tier two. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm I'm gonna start with AT Aliens. Okay. I'm gonna start with AT Aliens. I don't think so. I think Southern Playlistic you could put in tier three. Southern Playlistic you could or couldn't? Could. Yeah, oh no, for sure. It's going to yeah, tier three. It's now. going to, in tier three. Again, I think if I think we kind of have to put AT Aliens and Equemini in tier two. I don't I'm think we can that. do just one. I'm I good think with we that. gotta put both. And you can take Southern Playlistic off. Yeah, I took it off. Oh, no, I didn't. Let me take it off. So, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Mecca and the Soul Brother. We're going to get some pushback. Yes, we are. Because those who know, know. Yes. That's the problem with Mecca and the Soul Brother. If you know, you know. Yeah. Pete Rock and C.L. Smooth. So, first of all, I want to talk about this. I said on this podcast that Nas and Hit Boy are Michael and Quincy. I I said that. and And I'm sticking with that, by the way. But also, we're talking hip-hop producer-rapper combinations. Mm-hmm. My guy, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Yeah. Tier one rapper-producer combination. For sure. Tier one. As a matter of fact, Nas and Hitboy could have said, we Pete Rock and CL Smooth. That's yeah. facts. Yeah. Pete Rock. If we're comparing apples to apples, for Pete sure. Pete Rock and CL. Pete Rock, it was, it was like he made the beat specifically to go with CL Smooth's voice. So one thing I think we have to consider, which doesn't get talked about a lot, yeah, but specifically in the era of 90s hip hop, is it was more likely that you had one producer working with an working with a rapper or a group. This was not uncommon in the 90s. Yeah. It was way more common. It started to become yeah. less common towards the middle yeah. or latter part of the decade. And don't forget, a lot of that's been throughout hip-hop. Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, Correct. Eric B and Rakim, and even though Eric B didn't make the beats, they say it, but that's neither here nor there. But the point is, producer-rapper combination, that was a thing. Yeah, I mean, Havoc. Uh, doing, Havoc and Prodigy. Yeah. You Guru know. and Premier. Yeah, as Gangstar. Organized yeah. Noise doing everything for Outkast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. So... Right, or shit, RZA doing basically everything for... You know what? I'm telling you why Mech and the Soul Brother stays. Why? For one reason only. Not only, if y'all go back and listen 
Mecca and the Soul Brother is a phenomenal album. It is. But Mecca and the Soul Brother also produced one of the greatest hip-hop songs of all time. They reminisce. That's on Mecca and the Soul Brother. Yeah. That's a, that beat is probably one of the greatest beats of all time. Of yeah. all time. Yeah, yeah. It's a good song. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm good. We'll get we'll we'll get a lot of pushback from that, yeah. but I don't care. Things fall apart. I love things fall apart. I love man. This was a beautiful album. I didn't. That's one that I didn't discover until this later. But was a beautiful, it's a great album. Body of work. Yeah, yeah. This is a beautiful body of work. I say we leave it up there. Anytime I can talk about this album, I will. This is a beautiful body. Of work. That is all. I'm sorry. It's tier two. It's tier two. Yeah. Okay. Hard Not Life Volume Two for sure. Tier two for sure. I, Has to be. Yeah, I think you know this is the album that that's borderline on, tier one. To be honest with you, borderline. But I'll get. I'll keep it at tier two. It's the. It's not his best album. It's not his best album in the nineties. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. Let's go back. Where were you, Where were you when this came out? I was I ordered hard, the video Hard Not Life on the box like 40 times and got in trouble for it. That and uh Take Me There, I wanna go there, take me there. <laughs> Let, like that out that song and that both of those songs, I my mom got a phone bill of like $160. Oh, he was wilding. And yeah, I, I called the box like 40 times. Yeah. It's like, yo, you had to press in the number. I was like, yo, can I get take me? I was like, that it was that song and Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z. Um, but what I will say is this. Can we are we looking at Hard Not Life 2 in the scope of Jay-Z's body of work? That's what actually what I was about to say. Or are we looking at Hard Not Life Volume 2 in the scope of the 90s? I think both. Which we should, even though it's not his best album in the 90s, but that is the album that, that put him over the top. That's the album that made him a star. Um... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Not a superstar. And it was a great, and it was a, gr- and it was a great album. It wasn't a bullshit album. It wasn't a bullshit album. Um, it's my favorite of the volumes. I'll say that. It's mine un- is volume one. It's, I was going to say unpopular opinion. Yeah, mine is volume um, one. But yeah, Hard Knock Life volume two is really what made him a star. You had... First of all, the, the Annie sample it was crazy. Was crazy. Um, I mean, you could not go anywhere that summer without no, hearing you, you that heard record. It. You heard it, yeah. It was you also Annie. have to remember that there's other records on this album that Money, cemented him. Money Cash Hoses on this album. It's a dog. huge, huge record. And yeah, you look at Money who's Cash on that. Hose was Money Cash and ja Money Rule Cash Hose. Yeah. Only reason that That's it was first of all, can we say this? DMX verse on Money Cash Hoes might arguably be one of the greatest verses or greatest features on a song. Yeah, the lyrics or the words or what he's saying is the energy. It's but my God, nigga, the the nigga's growling before he gets on and says, "DM." It's the you can't say it like him. No, like can you imagine? Let's just go. uh, Think of 1998. In a concert when they're doing backstage and they're doing this, and they do money cash holes, and DMX comes out and does his part. Lord uh, have mercy, I was there to see that. In retrospect, I saw it in the nineties. In retrospect, that's one of the tours that I regret. Pandemonium, not going to. Um, I 
I wasn't a pandemonium. Hip-hop head at this point. So like, pandemonium. I knew all these guys, but I, I wasn't. I, pandemonium, dog. I, I regret this. Pandemonium. I'm cool with that. It's, 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 it's staying. It's, it's staying. staying. No, no, no. But I was going to move it up to tier one, but I'm good with this. Yeah, it's tier two. I'm good with tier two. Infamous Mob Deep. I got a soft spot for Mob Deep. Uh, <laughs> I do. I do. I, I really do. You got I mean, a soft. Why, why do you have a soft spot for? Mob if you're Deep? from where I'm from, um, again, shout out to Hartford, Connecticut. I'm about to say you're not from Queensbridge. No, my no, no, no. So my my dad is from Queens. Okay, you're, um, you're not from Queensbridge. No, 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 I'm not. But um, but. This this was just such a so uh, from a from a creative standpoint, right? Like I don't know if y'all know what the fuck I do. Most people don't, but I don't even know what you do. I do a lot of things, and you work with me, right? So, <laughs> I don't even know what you do. So my my great the people that I love the the creative people that I love the most. I don't care what the medium is, are what I call world builders, right? The infamous is a world building album. It takes you in to an era, to a location to a sound the beats the fucking lyrics the sound of their uh, of prodigy's voice like all of that this was after illmatic right yes this was right after illmatic if i'm not mistaken it's right after illmatic like and i mean maybe within a year or something like that but they iris twins if you're from the bridge that was a good time for you Great time. That was a great time. Mind you, I was not outside listening to this but but i got at the time but I, i again where i'm from mob deep is 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 just one of those groups. Can we talk about Queensbridge for one second? Please. Want to give a shout out to Marley Marl and the Juice Crew. Mainly Marley Marl from Queensbridge. He started that shit. He Him did. and you know uh Craig G and Master Ace and yeah. and Roxanne Shante. Like, first of all, a lot of people don't know Marley Marl beats is crazy. Like crazy. A lot of people don't like he did jingling, baby. Yeah. He did around the way, girl. Yeah. Like, stop playing with Marley Marl, dog. But people assume that because he was you know, at the forefront in the 80s, that, that he, he, he lost carry that over into the 90s. Oh, no, he did. No, he definitely Marley did. Marl has some shit. So, you arguing with me on this one, or are you keeping it tier two? I'm what? good with the infamous All right, cool. tier two. No argument. Um, uh, me against the world? I don't think no argument. Yeah, no argument. Machiavelli? No argument. It wasn't tier one. We it can't go yeah, lower than this. Yeah, I agree. Iron Man? It was God, borderline tier one? Yes. No argument. No argument. Only built for Cuban links? No argument. Again, hard to not put, put it in, in tier, tier one, one, but as a matter of fact, I'm gonna put these two. Like, yo, man, yeah, I know. Well, I put a plus behind, but, but over, yeah. like, if because my thing is, I don't want old heads because, like, you know, old heads they love these albums. I, I love these albums. You know, yeah, man. Like, bro, what's your favorite joint on Iron Man? My shit is Daytona 500. It's Daytona 500. Daytona I mean, 500. I, I grew up listening to a lot of jazz. Yeah, um, and that's actually that Bob James album is one of my favorites growing up. Mm, so when yeah. I heard. When I heard that song, that bass line. It's incredible. Yo, dog. Man. Okay. Who got the best verse? Not Capadonna. We know that. No. Fuck. I don't want to play this game. All right. Only Bill for Cuban Links, my favorite joint in that joint, Incarcerated Scarfaces. I'll agree. It makes me want to hold my dick. Moving on. No, no, no. No, no, no. Just hit me out. Like when I hear Incarcerated Scarface, like I want to hold my It's the era. You mean, man, one, man, like, no. I can't, believe was, I can't believe we was wearing baggy clothes like <laughs> Yeah, like, as, kid, as kids. Me and the Riz connect. Yeah, I want, like, anyway. Okay. Slim Shady LP, no argument from me. I don't like it, but I understand. I understand. Aquim and I, we're here now. Okay. Now, before we did this, 
podcast episode, we went through a list. Well, we're not done yet. I know. That's what I mean. We got a <laughs> lot more. So now here's what these are our shoe ins for tier two. Yeah. So now what we can do is we can go through everything else. And see what goes in tier two and what stays in tier three. That's why I'm glad we started with tier one. Good call, Steph. Yeah. All right. So it this would have been messy. We're gonna do that. We're gonna go all the all the other albums that we talked about, and now we're gonna be like, okay, which ones are tier two, and which ones are gonna stay in tier three? Cool. All right, let's do that. Um, real quick before we go any further, don't forget Chicago December eighth. Get your tickets. All right, December eighth. Tickets, use promo code CLINT in capital letters, and tickets are $10. Remember all caps when you spell the name. All caps. Why'd you have to rub your hands together when you say that? It's MF Doom line. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Any- <laughs> I ain't had no hat, so. Anyway. All right. But yes, Chicago, Thursday, December 8th. Use promo code CLINT when you get, uh, when you, uh, get your tickets. All capital letters, and the tickets are $10. Zanies and Rosemont. I know Chicago, I know. But Zanies, Rosemont. Second, December 20th, Philly Helium Comedy Club. We have a limited amount of $10 tickets. Go ahead and buy those up. You do know this show is going to sell out. Clint Coley and Friends, December 20th at Helium. Let's go ahead and just let's 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 make that happen. All right, Philly. I'll see you later. All right. Gotta add the low-end theory to tier two. We forgot to add it. We didn't say it wasn't tier, you know, we just forgot to, you know, T-L-E, low-end theory. Okay, I'm good with that. All right. I'm going to list the album. You tell me if it's tier two. Money, Power, Respect, The Locks. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I'm good with it not being there. No, it's tier three. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Um, Ill Nana Foxy Brown. Tier three. Okay. ODB's album with his food stamp face. I'm going to say it's tier two. Um, I know, look, you either love ODB or you hate ODB. I'm going to put it tier two. I'm not. Here's why. Only built for Cuban links and Iron Man are until tier two. That album is not in that conversation, and you know it. <laughs> that album is not in that conversation, and you know it. <laughs> Come on, man. I, look, I, I, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Okay. You're, you're not I, wrong. I okay. just, you know. All right. DJ Quick Quick is the name. What songs are on that? Uh, Sweetback Pussy. Okay. But no. Uh, I no. can't. It's not t- no. That's not. No. Look, man. The low in theory is in tier two. Look, I I, I like DJ Quick, but. I, All right. Let's, let's keep going. Rotten Dirty by UGK. It's a really good album. You got to put that on tier two. I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. Eve. Let There Be Eve. Nigga, I'm. Now, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm biased. I'm biased. I'm biased. I'm gonna say tier three, but okay, I'm fine with that though. Okay, Eve's date. First of all, Eve's debut album was crazy. It Eve's was. debut album had some joints on there. It did. It had 
Got a man that I think I'm going to love forever. Nigga, it had Love is Blind. It's a great record. Okay, I'm sorry. Goody Mob's Soul Food. With the greatest MC of all time? <laughs> no. Um, maybe. 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 Capone and Noriega, The War Report. I'm not a fan. I'm, I've never been a fan. No. <laughs> Yo, no. that was so quick. Then. No, no. What I don't. Do you, do you just not like? What do you like? Not, you don't like Noriega? Or? I don't like either of them. I hate. I hate Capone's voice, <laughs> and I've never. And kind of. I kind of hate Nori's voice too. I really just don't like them. Um, I respect what they've done for the culture, where they <laughs> stand and all that. I've just. I've never been a CNN fan, ever. CNN. That's what they call them. CNN. Yeah. <laughs> I like the War Report though. I understand. I like the war report. For me, no. I like the war report, but hey, I get it. It's your show. You no, want to put it on tier two? No, we're being fair. Right. We're being fair. Democratic. I like the war report. All right. Harlem World. Not for me, bro. <laughs> you don't like Harlem World? I like Harlem World. I just don't think it's a tier two. Pro- I think there's can, I be, can, we, can we have a, 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 a conversation real quick? Please. I've been waiting on this. Mace's Harlem World might be one of the most overrated hip hop albums of I've ever heard. Of all time. For, for like you're not like and I'm and I like the album. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. But y'all be putting the album in there because it has it has great commercial hits. Yes. And it's like, oh it intru- no 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 no. 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 It was the bad boy wave. Mace to me is the nineties ver- nineties East Coast version of Dom Kennedy. Like Ooh. that's a bad take. <laughs> no, I disagree. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. Let's X that out. What I'm saying is, I don't like Mace. Now, I don't like what Mace has become. But if we're just talking about Harlem World by itself as an album, there's only a few big hits. After that, to me, the rest of the album is just meh. I know all you Harlem niggas going to be in my DMs talking about, so how can you say that? Let me tell you this. This album, Harlem World by May, it's not a classic album, and it's one of the most overrated albums in hip-hop history, in my opinion. I don't want to hear this, like, oh, like, it's not up there with some of these great albums, and we're proving it. Well, I think I think the, the issue is, is right, and you kind of touched on it a bit, this album is what brought Mace into the commercial yes. realm of hip-hop. Yeah, because before that, he was Murder Mace. He was Murder Mace, and he was in a group yeah. with Cameron yeah. and Big L called Children of the Corn. yeah. And so I'm not going to take anything away from Mace. He can rap. And then once you get Mace the, can rap. Once you get the bad boy flavor, yeah. you know, you you polish it up, you package it up and you put it out there and you got these big hits. I just don't think it's a great album. Um even then, I didn't think it was a great album. So yeah. I'm I can't put this in tier 2. Yeah, I don't I think it was a it was it's cool. It was good for the I'm gonna be honest with you. Look, Mace carried Bad Boy through through the after through yeah the, yeah after Big died. But let's have this conversation too. If we being honest, yo, did did Harlem World age well? Do no. y'all put on the whole album today? Like you know what? No. I can still listen to Bad or I can still listen to Why You Over There Looking at Me. Right. I, I can listen to that. Yeah. But as a but as Harlem World as a body of work, I'm not listening to that. Sorry. It's it didn't age well. Nobody puts that album on today and just lets it play. You if you do your if you tell me you do your lying. I got it on vinyl. Nobody <laughs> nobody is no no don't don't know I've never heard nobody be like, "Yo man, what you listen to?" I'm listening to that Harlem World right now. Yeah, and 
I clean up the house to it. No. 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 No, you're lying. You're lying, you're bro. You're lying to yourself, and, and you're lying to these people out here. <laughs> you don't do it. Yeah. Stop, no, man. Take, that's not doing tier two. Okay. Not, flesh on my, of, not on my watch. Flesh of my flesh. I'm good with that being tier two. You, 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 I'm good with it. Cool. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. You know? Uh, flesh of my flesh. Okay. I'm good with that. Let's keep going. Big Willie style. That's tier two. Get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> <laughs> No. No. And it, Big Willie style, was, it's going to be tier three. It's a tier three album. It, let's be real. That was arguably the biggest rap album i mean that one that took home the grammys if i'm not mistaken getting jiggy with it yeah i mean miami miami um, was was yeah <laughs> Miami was a record for a second it just didn't age well it didn't age well i don't listen to my that album those songs don't age well. no they don't um that was a perfect album for the time that was the mo- let me tell you something big willie style if you're talking about a commercial did you hit- own it hold on did you own it yes okay same i i, yes. I actually <laughs> yes. i didn't buy it but i had it on cd yes. and cassette yes i had it and my dad bought it yeah same yeah. I, my parents <laughs> but, uh, i had an aunt who bought me it bought it for me on cassette and i think my dad bought it for me <laughs> on cd and yeah. i could never listen to that like around my friends i'm gonna be honest with you no no they you i got couldn't listen to big willie style by your, next I, year. I tried i got clowned it was yeah crazy. nah you couldn't do it nah. i'm sorry but for the moment that moment, and then you also consider just in retrospect the fact that Jay Z wrote "Getting Jiggy with It," yes, and the fact that Nas wrote "Miami." That's hilarious. That's a, it's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. But that's tier, a tier party three. In, party in the city where the heat is on. <laughs> tier three. Oh man, Miami, the place where my come let go. That's what he says. Let's let's move on. All right. <laughs> uh, in my lifetime, Volume One. Tier two. I don't know. No. It's not with Hard Not Life Volume 2. It can't be in the same tier. Didn't you just say Volume 1 was your... F- it is. But if we're talking about what the album did... Oh, it didn't do shit. Yeah, well, I mean... But even... but So, there's some really good gems on that album. There are. But there's some really bad songs on that album. Yes, there are. And that's the problem. You're preaching to the choir. So, it's like there's imaginary players. There is, you belong to yes. the... There's the intro, nigga, the intro. Motherfuckers can't rhyme no more. About crime no more. To I'm no more. Nigga, that beat, that, premiere, that primo did? Where I'm from, But yeah. then there's... But then there's... Touch me, man. It's mad. Like, there's Always Be My Sunshine. It's one of the worst songs in there's, videos. There's... 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 Uh, uh, loud, tight out. The, the joint with Lil Kim. Uh, was it? I know what girls like. Come on, man. This was Hove trying to be a shiny suit man. And you're not. You weren't. And you're not. Yeah. yeah, you're not. But like, then it was like, who you with? That beat, like, who you? I so love- yeah, I, again, when I when we were talking about Volume Two, I don't put Volume One or Volume Three in these conversations. I'm good. With, like, it can't be Tier Three. It's not Tier, tier Two. Three. Yeah. It's not Tier Two. Cool. When Disaster Strikes by Buster Rhymes. <laughs> it's a good album. It's a really good album. But I don't... It's... Here's the problem. When Disaster Strikes. Here's the problem. As much as I love Buster Rhymes, as much as he deserves all the flowers, yeah. he has struggled throughout his career to put together a, body a of... solid... Yes. 
body of work. Busta Rhymes might be one of my favorite rappers that have no classic albums. Correct. Like I can point to very iconic Busta Rhymes moments. Yeah. I can point to very iconic Busta Rhymes things. I can point to very iconic Busta Rhymes looks. But I can't that's actually why he's not a tier one or tier two rapper. Ah, he's a tier two rapper. No, he's not. We didn't it, put him in tier two? No. I swear we did. Jeezy was in tier two. Rick Ross was in tier he's two. He's better than all of them. Get the fuck out Busta of here. Busta Rhymes is not a better rapper than Busta Rhymes is not better Jeezy. than Jeezy or no. 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 I'm Busta Rhymes is not better than Jeezy. No. To take your vernacular, he mm. would eat his lunch. No. He doesn't make better he doesn't make better songs than Jeezy, but he is a better rapper. He's not a better artist than Jeezy, he's a better rapper. And arguably Busta right, Rhymes no, has bigger no, records no, than, you know than both no, of them. You know what? No, nah, you're right. You know what? I, you changed my mind. You wildin'. I'm not wildin'. That's not an awful take. But as you when you say it like that, I gotta agree. I've heard Buster Rhymes like, yeah, Buster Rhymes, yeah. Okay. And he's been doing this since the 80s. Okay. I, I'm no, no argument. I got you, Buster Rhymes. You won. <laughs> you All right. So that's a tier three. Okay. Yeah. No way out, Puff Daddy and the fam. I'll let you do this take. I didn't love this album. So great. It's better than Harlem World. That it is. No Way Out is way better than Harlem World. It is. Um, now, of course, granted, that's because No Way Out has big and, you know, but still. Tier three. Wu-Tang Forever. I'm good with tier mm. three. Yeah, it's tier three. Volume one, Rough Riders, Ride or Die. Which one do you like better between volume one and volume two? Just curious. Volume one to me is the best Rough Riders. I think volume Rough Riders volume one might be one of the best label compilation albums I've ever heard. If we're talking just a compilation, like because I remember Rough, State Property tried to do, it was good, but the Rough Riders Ride or Die volume one, that shit had, like the intro using the, uh, the, the, the headbanger beat and... Now you got Jada, Styles, Sheik, X, Eve, and Dragon. Nigga, Jada on that album told me he's the Dow Jones of rap. His stocks are high. And it never was our love. So stop the lies. Motherfuckers will blow your brains out. Watch you bleed. Same niggas that you trust. Let them watch you see. Nigga, oh my God. So let me ask you oh this. Oh my God, Jada Kiss. Com compared to... Oh my God, Kiss. Compared to the Locks album... How do you... I like volume one better than the Locks album. Okay. My man just said, he said, he said, this man said... Oh I don't hear you quoting any drag on bars over no, there. No, no, but this man <laughs> said, man, he said, screw all of y'all cowards, I consider you lames. Had to save my lunch money just to get in the game. Nigga, I had to save my lunch money to take women out. I ain't take them out in, in, when I was 15. That's how you got in the game, though. That's how you get to get in the game. All right. So but, that's uh, volume two? Or uh, it's, uh, tier two for you? Tier, it's tier three. All right. Thank you. I did all that. but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was, I'll let you get off. It's tier three. Um, Mr. Smith by LL Cool J. Tier three, but you know I'm a fan. Mama said knock you out by LL Cool J. Tier three. At the time. You could have argued. Tier one. Yeah. But how hip-hop changed throughout the decade, that album doesn't... No, it doesn't. Yeah. But don't forget, 
we don't have uh, we don't have Jay Z doing uh, MTV Uncut without LL that, Cool J doing Mama Said Knock You Out. That was arguably one so of LL the, did. It was a, I don't know if that was an LL Unplug. I think it was a it was a it was a bunch of artists I'm on sorry, that. Unplug. I said Uncut, uh, but it was on Unplug. No, it was LL. <laughs> I remember uncut was something different. It was LL Tribe Called Quest. I believe Daylight. I believe, it, but LL. First of all, he set on, it off though. On that Unplug, he did two songs. He did jingling, baby, but mm-hmm. slowed it down. I gotta play the, that video. He said, "Y'all want to start this party, right?" This nigga, this that rendition of jingling, baby. You jingling, baby. Go ahead, baby. You jingling, and he does the rhymes. Chef's kiss, LL. Um, and then he did "Mama Say Knock You Out," and yeah, it was a with, but, the, with the piano. On, yeah, on that on that unplugged also, or not on unplugged, but on that album, um, Mama said knock you out. LL got a song called "To the Break of Dawn," where he's coming at uh, Ice T. Mm. It's a very dope diss record. I just want to throw that out there. If you've never heard "To the Break of Dawn" by LL Cool J, that is a quality diss record. And he, little... t- he told Ice T he was going to drink him down over the rocks. Not flying today, but... <laughs> and also, you got to also remember, at the time, Ice-T was a really, really, really big He's, artist. Not only that, Ice-T's a tough guy. Ice-T is a tough guy. <laughs> like, yo, like... I mean, four in the morning. Ice-T. I know we're talking about a different decade, but four in the morning... Six in the morning, six, yeah. Sorry, six in the morning. Um, yeah. And then, you know... He's a crip. Blank killer. Yeah. You know, like, those yeah. Yeah. those were... I mean... He was about it. Definitely about it. Good, Okay. He don't just play a cop on TV. Facts. Uh, Liquid Swords. Yeah, that's tier two. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm good with that. The Far Side, Ooh. Bizarre Ride. I got one that's definitely tier two. Don't I'm going to just write it on the board. Okay. And you're going to, yeah, I believe you're going to agree with me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, for those of y'all who are not watching on YouTube, Juvenile's 400 Degrees is absolutely a classic album. Um, 400 Degrees, is ex- there's, that's exactly what the fuck that album was. Hot. Hot. That album, because you ever turn your oven to 400, shit burns. That, that, was, that, was that the year... That Cash Money Records took over for the 9-9 and the 2000. It is. You know what, Juvenile? I want to give you your flowers, man. Manny Fresh, I want to give you your flowers. I appreciate you for 400 degrees. You Thank did a, you. You did a lot for uh, for, the for my adolescent years. Yeah. All right. We got Do or Die. We got Black Star. Uh, we, got, we got Black on Both Sides. And we got Conspiracy Theory by Junior Mafia. And we got Method Man Takao, Big L Lifestyles. I mean, I don't see nothing that's jumping out at me that's tier two. Nothing jumping out. I do believe the far Liquid Swords in the far side, though. Putting far side tier two. Liquid. And then, yeah, I think the far side, man. That album was crazy. And that was a big album with a big record at the time. That's true. Um... (laughs) 
not putting black on both sides or no. or black star. Yeah. No, I mean I, I get think, why. They're I think just, black on both. Favorites. Let me tell you something, and I'm gonna just be honest. I'm a most deaf Yasin Bey fan, but the best thing about black on both sides, Umi says, is the name of the album. Really, the album name is fire. But the whole album ain't fire. Oh, as an album, correct. Like, to me, Black on Both Sides is an overrated album. Why? Because y'all just like the name, Black on Both Sides. No, but, I can't, but the I can't album, say that. The album wasn't that great. It was decent. Look, in the ruckus era, which is what we're talking okay, about. We're, okay, okay. Because like, we're talking about this, right? We're talking about this from two perspectives. Looking back you're right. at what it you're meant right. at the time. You're right. You're right. Also, what it means now. You're it right. A test. Does it stand the test of time? No. No. But I agree with you. But Impactful, influential, no disagree. So if you don't know, there was a label called Ruckus Records. Ruckus. They remember, brought the Ruckus. Remember back in, in, in Brown Sugar, he's like, you want to keep it real? You go to Ruckus. <laughs> I mean, so this Millennium is- Millennium Records make hits over here, baby. So, so you had Ruckus Records, yes. right? They, and this was kind of the hip hop back. They were the underground record. The underground record. rappers from New York, basically. Yep. Um, and this kind of coincided with shows like the Lyricist Lounge. Yep. And then don't forget, let's talk about raucous sound bombings. Oh my God. Raucous records, sound bombings. Hip hop heads, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Compilation First, album. Yeah. Pharrell Monch and all these, like raucous records is underground hip hop. Yes. For the, that is the, if you want to find out about underground hip hop in the nineties and two thousands, just Google raucous records and you're going to go down a wormhole. Yeah. Um, so I actually like the Black Star album better than I like Black on Both Sides. Same. But I'm not going but tier two. I, yeah, it, it won't go tier two. All right. So here's what we got for tier two, and I'm okay with this list. Capital Punishment, AT Aliens, 400 Degrees, Mecca and the Soul Brother, Things Fall Apart, Heart Not Life Volume 2, Infamous Mob Deep, Me Against the World, Machiavelli, Iron Man, Only Built for Cuban Links, Slim Sadie LP, uh, Aquemini, Flesh of My Flesh, The Low End Theory, Liquid Swords, Far Side Bizarre Ride. I'm good with that, and I'm good with the rest of these being in Tier 3, which is Conspiracy Theory, Let There Be Eve, Black on Both Sides, ODB, Money, Power, Respect, Ill Na Na, Functified, Cypress Hill, Quick as the Name, Riding Dirty, Soul Food by Goody Mob, The War Report, Harlem World, um, When Disaster Strikes, In My Lifetime Volume 1, the, uh, oh, we forgot, um, DJ Clue, The Professional. The professional. Got a, that's in there. That's, that's, uh, that's a tier three. That's yeah. tier three, but oh, we, the pro- we also got to put DJ Screw 3 in the morning in yeah. tier three. Yeah. But let's talk about DJ Clue for one second. Oh, my God. My name is Clint Coley. I grew up in the late 90s and early 2000s. I'm a product of the DJ Clue era. Are you putting any Funk Flex joints in there? Funk Flex, DJ Clue, DJ Envy, Desert Storm. You know how we do things. Yeah. You know, like, to uh-huh. me, I need DJ Clue, wherever you are, please, for old time's sake, can we get a mixtape? I think we would appreciate that. Can we get a mixtape? And on this mixtape, I want all of them. I want I want Jay-Z. I want Fat Joe. I want Fabulous. I want I want Mary J. Blige. I want, I want, I want, I want, who else do I want on this mixtape? I want every everybody. You asking for a lot. I want Memphis Bleak. I was just about to say. I want Beanie Siegel on it. I want everybody on this mixtape. I want 
a DJ Clue mixtape. So for those that don't know, you would not. And you have to yell on the record. Yeah, you got to. You would not have the DJ dramas. Um, no, that, yeah. If you didn't have the clues in the in the funk flex, funk flex, funk flex had the uh, tunnel. He had you got funk, funk flex, K Slay, K Slay, got yeah. K Slay. You had yeah. Don't forget about K Slay. And even earlier guys, right? Like Red Alert, and Red Alert. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, real quick too. Shout out to the '90s DJs. You don't have so before t- before yeah. the blogs, right? Yeah. The only way that your records got heard were if the DJs played it. Yeah, you might have gotten to be able to pay somebody at Vibe. Yep. Or at Double XL, the DJs had to fuck or with. at the Source, but the DJs had to fuck with you. The DJs had to actually play the records, either at the parties or on the radio. So we're also talking yeah. about Stretch and Bobito. Yep. You don't have Wu Tang without Stretch and Bobito. Yep. Um, yeah. Shout out the DJs. And you're talking you about sway. also Philly. We got DJ Cosmic Kev, Street Bangers. We had uh, Greg yeah. Street down in 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 the South. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like DJs, man. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm good. Met the cow. Yeah, I'm good with this. I'm good with our list. I'm good with our list. Let's recap, just so everybody knows we're on, what page we're on. We're telling the story of 90s hip-hop. We're putting these albums into tears. You may agree. You may disagree. That's fine. Here's where we are. Tier 1, Illmatic, The Chronic, Into the Woo. America's Most Wanted, Ready to Die, All Eyes on Me, Midnight Marauders, The Score, Reasonable Doubt, Doggy Style, Life After Death. Did I forget anything, Steph? Chronic 2001. Chronic 2001 is in there. That's it? There might have been one or two others, but I, don't, I think that's, that's fine. it. Tier 2, Machiavelli, Southern Playalistic. No, we took that off. We put on... Yeah, let's read it up there. Yeah. Uh, Capital Punishment, ATL in 400 Degrees, Mecca and the Soul Brother, Things Fall Apart, Hard Not Life Volume 2, Infamous Mob Deep, Me Against the World, Machiavelli, Iron Man, Only Built for Cuban Links, um, Slim Shady LP, Equimini, The uh, Low End Theory, Flesh of My Flesh, Liquid Swords, and The Far Side. And tier 3, there's a lot of albums. I really don't feel like reading this whole goddamn list. It'll be in the comments. Yes. You know. But yeah, we did it. I'm happy with this. Success. I'm happy with this. So. This was not easy. No. So, tier one, 90s hip hop albums. We got Illmatic. Yeah. We got All Eyes on Me. Yeah. We got The Chronic. Mm-hmm. We got The Chronic 2001. Mm-hmm. We got Midnight Marauders. Mm-hmm. We got The Score. Mm-hmm. We got Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. We got Doggy Style. Yeah. We got Life After Death. Yeah. Ready to Die. Yeah. America's Most Wanted. Yep. Enter the Woo 36 Chambers. Yep. We also got Hardcore and... Uh, we do have Hardcore. Super Duper Fly. And Super Duper Fly. And then also, I don't mind any of these albums being in Tier 1 if you tell me. The Low in Theory. Me Against the World. Iron Man. Only Built for Cuban Links. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Those, those, the, you can tell me they're Tier 1 and I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. We did it. We did it. All right. Um, I'm going to just close this out. We'll just get your tickets. Get them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing.
this podcast is over. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 